Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Queen podcast. Do you want to have more confidence and courage in your life? Do you often question if you're on the right path? Maybe you're hoping somebody drops off a step-by-step guide for success. Do you wake up ambitious and hopeful, but become fearful and frustrated not knowing where to begin? Another year has gone by and you feel like nothing has changed. Trust me, I've been there. I'm Justine, and like many of you, I'm a young professional with big dreams. I often felt unworthy and incapable, wishing I had the clarity and the peace in the unknown. I wanted to be confident in my abilities and live life with more impact, but I kept fearing I wasn't living out my full potential. It wasn't until I started trusting God, pressing into life's hard moments, I was standing in the way of my breakthrough. And in this podcast, you're going to find ways to increase your confidence, grow your faith, and simply fear less. The good news is you're here, and courage starts with showing up. Whew, you guys, what a week. This has just been totally nuts. Wait till you hear this. You know, in situations where we start to complain, our attention can very easily shift from what we have and what's going well to what we don't have. And so we can get so wrapped up in what God isn't doing that we miss out on what God is doing. And so really asking ourselves, what occupies your attention most of the time? Are you magnifying in on what God has blessed you with, the perspective, or are you busy thinking about the lack of what you don't have? And one of the things that really was magnified this week was that I cannot allow my unfulfilled desires to cause me to forget God's gifts that are so present and so available to me. What's the lesson that God has been trying to teach me this week as I took a total tumble at the gym, literally went down on Monday, so it's a week ago now. And, you know, when this first happened, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, this is not good. This is actually really bad. I'm not quite sure how serious this is going to be. You know, outside of breaking my tailbone, when I was in, you know, that middle to high school age, which was, again, a very difficult injury because I couldn't really, like, walk around. You can't sit comfortably. I remember bringing, like, a pillow to school. But I haven't really had many injuries, thankfully. And so maybe I was unaware of what some of these injuries really does for a person, the perspective that it puts you in, the mental toughness that has to be developed, the amount of crying sessions and possible little breakdowns and come-to-Jesus moments, that can happen in the middle of this. Don't mind my dog barking behind me. (laughs) So in this major plot shift that we had this week, you know, I realized, wow, okay, my wedding season starts, like I just started it actually last week, but then I have a few weeks off, and then I jump in to a wedding schedule of every single Saturday doing huge wedding parties between now and November. Needless to say, I went into a little bit of a panic because not only in addition to that, I'm in the final two months of my fiscal year for my full-time entrepreneur business that ends June 30th. And so believe me, this was not a time to slow down. This was actually the time to put on my running shoes and get to work and really outwork and go into kind of a mode of everything else gets put to the wayside and this is my running 60 days 
to finish the goals that I have for myself and my business. And as someone who is a high achiever personality, I think I really struggled with this for so many reasons. And I've really been asking God to help me unpack what that is. I recently been working with a coach and I said to her, I don't know how to find balance in between working myself like crazy, hitting goals, feeling like I'm winning and it shows on paper, but it's almost at the expense so many times of rest and relationships and it's just this fast-paced, exciting, crazy, exhausted experience that I love. But again, it's at the expense a lot of times of my health that starts deteriorating. I'm not eating regular meals because I'm just running from one thing to the next. Uh, you know, my faith is still very strong in those moments, but it's it doesn't end up being the first priority. And then I go to this other extreme of I'm so strong in my faith. I'm spending so much time with the Lord. I'm slowing down. I'm resting more. I'm having better boundaries, but I don't feel like I'm winning. And I feel like things are at such a slower pace and they're not as exciting. And I struggle to be able to find balance. In between those things. And it was in those moments where I realized that with this injury, God had been trying to slow me down for weeks. This seems to be a lesson that I just could not figure out. Why do I keep tripping up? Why do I keep feeling pushback every single time I feel like I get going? I have this great pace. I have all these plans. And then I realized I'm trying to take control of this. You know, for weeks, God was preparing me. He was giving me all these readings about being ready and putting on his armor and resisting temptation and how can you trust me more? It was all about developing hope and specifically rest, how you stand in courage and how you receive God's wisdom for your life. And as I think about all these topics, I thought it was because God was preparing me for the eventual blow up of my business in a good way where things would just be happening and they'd be exciting and I would be closer to my goal that I feel so far away from right now because I've been structuring my life differently and I've been wanting to do things differently. And that's what I thought that I was being prepared for. But I really felt God impress upon me, stop trying for balance. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. And because I wouldn't get out of my own way, God was like, I'm not going to give you balance. I'm going to make it hard for you to balance. I'm going to allow you to slow down by physically slowing you down. Okay, so it wasn't like sickness. It is in the form of this injury. So I'm seeing the humor in this as I sprained my ankle on Monday. I've been laid up all week. Um, learning to do crutches, learning, okay, how do I actually leave the house? Learning to rest and slow down. And he brought to my intention this post-it note right next to my bed in plain view. I had to put my glasses on to see it as I'm laying up in bed with my foot up and I'm icing it like every hour trying to work for my computer and do all those things. And I just happened to catch it with like a side glance and it says, trust the delays God allows. And I'm like, son of a. (laughs) Now, I didn't put that post-it note there anytime close to the event of this injury. Funny thing is I put it back in that spot in January. I wrote this post-it note in January. That was when I plastered my house with encouraging notes of truth to start the new year because I was committed that this year was going to be different than last year. I was 
no longer going to be easily moved or off balance by these moments of discomfort or the attack of the enemy. I plan to know exactly how to fight and how to bounce back quicker with more wisdom. I made a conscious decision of that. And I just have to pray, just like in 2 Corinthians 4, 7 through 10, where God talks about, you know, show God, show me the manifestation of you and your truth in my body. (laughs) Well, guess what? Again, it's getting so comedic these days, you guys, because literally all of it has been about my physical body, what I'm willing to do, what I'm unable to do, because now I have this injury and having to slow down. And as I was going back through my journal, I realized that a week before this, I had actually wrecked my back because I was going too crazy and I wasn't slowing down then. So I took a few days off. I slowed down. It's just so funny how I forget about this. I'm tempted to adopt these worldly standards of just running, 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 racehorse, you know, running, running for the prize of money and choices But it says plainly in God's word that it is a sin to know what you ought to do and then not to do it. So knowing that God's telling me to rest, to slow down, and me being disobedient and not doing that, (laughs) you know, God kept sending me cardinals all last week. And it was weird. Like, I kept seeing these cardinals. I probably saw eight to nine cardinals. And he kept, like, bringing them into my line of vision in really unique ways. Like I would just be getting out of the car at my studio and a cardinal would fly right past my face, like super close to me. Or I would open up the door to let my dog back in and same thing, random cardinal zipping right past me, you know, sitting in my office and looking out the window and all of a sudden the cardinal lands on my basketball hoop right in front of me. Just weird things like not like, oh, hey, there's a cardinal over there. It was like directly in front of my face. And as I thought about what does this mean, I looked it up and I did a deep dive on this. And it talked about, you know, how cardinals in like more of these traditional, uh, let's say, Christian beliefs or whatever you want to call it, like old time stories, that it standed for the presence of light in the middle of darkness. Was God trying to tell me that he loved me in that moment, even if I had done nothing to earn it? Because, again, it's not like I went out of my way to see these cardinals. (laughs) He just kept putting them in my path no matter where I was. But had I gone nowhere and did nothing, would I have kept seeing them? Somehow I feel, like, doubtful. Like, God will always require you to act. Because where we see limits, he sees possibility. So through this long introduction, I want to bring you in on this episode about why we don't give up. Why can we not give up? You know, perseverance, persistence. We were never promised this as an easy way to live in Christian living. Instead, Paul constantly reminds us in so many of his scriptures and stories that we must have a purpose and a plan Because times will be difficult. We will have attacks of the enemy. There will be things that slow us down. Our timing is not our own. You could have your own plans, but the Lord establishes your steps. And if we don't have that promise of a prize to keep going and to know and trust in something outside of ourselves, we're really going to trip up. We're going to get really off track. You know, God kept sending me those cardinals, sending me those cardinals, and I felt like God was saying to me, your belief is what holds you back. We can't give up because we are so used to 
just, you know, we pray for something, we don't get an answer, we, we pray, maybe it's a day, maybe it's a few days, maybe it's a month, we don't get our answer, and guess what? We move forward. We don't get our answer, we're on to the next thing. We so rarely see it through. And when we're in those positions where it's not just going to be our faith in God, like we believe that God can do it, but we're doing the action steps. You know, that's just as bad as I'm taking those daily disciplines of doing the work, but it's not being blessed in my timing because do I really have the belief that God is going to bless me? And when God said that to me or impressed that upon me, your belief is what's holding you back. It really convicted me to think about the fact that our enemy really wants us to believe that only when we're prospering can we believe in God, not when we're suffering. But God's view is that suffering causes us to trust God for not what he does, but for who he is. And so we have to count it all joy. You know, we hear that and see that in scripture and we think, oh my gosh, I can't be excited. Like this week, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be very honest with you. This week was a complete emotional roller coaster. I was doing the daily disciplines. I was not counting it all joy. It was a very up and down battle of all of the what ifs, but I had to keep remembering and, and grounding myself back into God's truth that I have a real enemy who wants to keep me from the purposes of God. And I could sit there and say, well, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe I'm not supposed to finish the goal that I set out to do by the end of June. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe I don't have what it takes. But all of that had to do with me. So we have to ask ourselves, are you in control of your resources or is God? What do you believe about that? See, God was trying to get me to recognize that it was his power and sovereignty and that only when I would recognize and accept that, only then could I actually hear what God was really saying to me. You ever like have a phone conversation and there's so much background noise and distractions, like you're at a park, there's kids running around, you're trying to have a conversation and you're so overstimulated and there's so much background noise that you really can't focus on the conversation. You can't hear it clearly. You try to piece together what they could have been saying on the other line. You're like, I can't hear you. You're trying to move to an area where you can have more clarity, where you can put those pieces together and have success. You know, what could they be saying? And you're doing your best, but there's holes in the lines of communication. And that's because there's so much background noise. There's so many distractions in our life today. And when God is in control of the resources, we just, we do the work. We say, God, what do you want me to do? Who do you want me to call? What do you want me to do? I surrender this to you today. And you know what? The numbers are huge. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Anytime that you are thinking, can I do it? And stop and ask yourself, how many times did I say I in the last few sentences of fear, of being incapable, of my inadequacies? Is it all about you? Because you're not going to be able to do it in your own human strength. That's why you need God in order to do it. And when I'm sitting here in my moments of suffering and being laid up with this sprayed ankle, I have to intentionally make a choice that I'm going to rejoice in those suffering moments. Because in the word, it says that suffering produces endurance, that endurance produces character, that character produces hope. And the truth is, 
that the more time that has gone on this week and the closer that I get to the deadline of my goal, the more that I'm tested. I have to prepare myself and know that God had been preparing me to be tested. It's always like this when you're reaching for something that is beyond yourself. I'm so far away from this goal, you guys, that I found myself slipping into a mindset of, of a lack of hope, of hope deferred. And as Proverbs says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. I want this goal to be completed. I want it to move faster. I want it to be in my own timing. I want to prove that I have what it takes. But the more that I strive, the more I come up empty and frustrated. So do you see the pattern? I, 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 I. It's all about me. And that's the problem. Because it's developed this unrelenting disappointment that's left me heartsick. And the enemy almost had me trapped into that. But God, God always gives us a way out. And when we surrender and we cry out to him, and we want to stop trying to earn it by proving ourselves, proving to others around you, like I have to finish this goal because I have to prove to other people that my business is legitimate, or I have to earn this car because I have to prove to people that I have what it takes. That those things that people said to me years ago are not who I am. That's just what who they think I am. I have to prove to myself that I'm enough. But remember from past episodes, let me just remind you that you're not enough. And that is okay because God is. It's in this unrelenting disappointment, like I was talking about, that the enemy almost had me trapped in it. Like he was right there. I was right on the edge. and. As Proverbs says, those who respect a command will succeed. The unbelief that God won't won't do it for me, like he does it for other people, is a self-imposed limit. And we've got to get out of our way and stop blocking our blessings. But are you being 100% truthful and bold about what you need? Are you letting it all out and letting God know? He already knows all those things. But will you humble yourself to share with him every fear, every inadequacy, every limitation? Because you have to believe in the character of God fully. Not just the ways that you think sound nice or the scriptures that fit your preferences. When you feel like you're struggling and not sure if you can press in. And you're not sure if you can continue what you set out to do, what you told people would do, what you told people you would finish, that big goal that you had. When it feels like everything around you is crumbling and you feel like you're being attacked from all sides, you don't know how you could possibly get it done. How can you push through? But remember, That is not what God intended for you. And if you feel that way, and if a lot of these feelings or thoughts are flooding your mind, that is a message that you're out of alignment. He will either slow you down himself or the enemy will have a foothold on your thoughts because you are not prepared to put on the armor every day, to protect yourself from the enemy coming in and totally getting you all wrapped up in your inadequacies, in your past. He'll always talk to you in your past. And we give in to the lie 
that we have to have it all figured out. We have to be self-sufficient. You have to do it all. And if you can't, then there's something wrong with you. The enemy is only right about one thing. You can't do it all. You're not enough. But guess what? God is. And if you're in that place, that is exactly where he wants you so that he can grow you in his grace and in his care. You're not in this by yourself. Truth is, you never were. So in Galatians 6, 9, it says, Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. God does not say when we plan to achieve it. God does not say, let you know, let us not grow weary for doing good for on June 30th, your goal's deadline, <laughs> you will reap. It's not a self-imposed deadline that he's just saying, yeah, fill in the blank. And if you just do the work by this point, it's going to happen. You know, he's not saying when you plan to finish it in your own strength and in your own might, that then you will reap the harvest. And I love the mes- message version of Galatians 6-9 because it, there's a couple of differences, but I thought that these were so good because they were words that I feel like have just been ingrained in how I've been feeling lately. It says, let us not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we do not quit or give up. Ah. Uh, This is so good. There's so many things in here. Like, let us not allow ourselves, which basically to me says, like, not let's not give into the temptation of giving up. Let us not get tired of doing good. Have you guys had that feeling? I've had that feeling where I've actually expressed, like, I'm just so tired of doing the work and feeling like it's slow and it's not exciting and it's not happening in the pace that I wish that it would happen in. But at the right time, not at your time, at the right time, you will see the fruit. And maybe it won't be the results on paper. Maybe it'll be the inner work. Maybe it'll be better than what you ever imagined. But whoa, did that just like blow up every single plan that you had for yourself? 2 Chronicles 15, 7 says, but you take courage. Do not let your hands be weak for the work shall be rewarded. And again, I love this message version where it says, but it's different with you. Be strong take heart, payday is coming. And you know what? Maybe payday is not actually even monetarily. Maybe again, it's personal growth. Maybe it's the growth of your family. There's so many things that this could be like fill in the blank. You know the desires of your heart. God knows the desires of your heart. It's difficult to withstand though all of these spiritual attacks unless your defenses are prepared beforehand. God was preparing me for all of this and he had to remind me and walk me through this whole process. And I'm going to break this up into a whole separate episode because I think we could do an entire part two of this about how we prepare ourselves for battle against the enemy. How do we recognize how the enemy tries to trip us up? Because this is a command that God gives us. And so I want to just go through quickly a, a last thing in terms of this. Like, what is the plan? Why don't we give up? Because other people are depending on you. Their dream is attached to yours. You know, if you give up, if you stop, one of the things we don't think about is who's watching us, whose belief is attached to the fact that you're going to push through. Do you have kids that are watching you? What does that tell them about giving up on their dreams when things get hard? 
Guys, there's so many things wrapped up in this that we could think about. We cannot allow our unfulfilled desires to take over and blind us from all the good things that God is doing, how God's preparing you to be able to go into battle, to be able to finish a goal, to be able to push through better than you would have ever been able to before. So this is the plan that God gives us, okay? Discipline your body by training it. Live to please the Spirit. Use every piece of God's armor to resist the enemy. Forget the past. Press on to reach the end of the race. Endure suffering as a soldier and don't get tied up in worldly affairs. Follow the Lord's rules as an athlete must do in order to win. And lastly, work hard like a farmer that enjoys the fruit of his hand. One of the things that I have to share with you is that in the ups and downs of the past few days, it's been really difficult to stay the course, to not want to just throw in the towel. It's been really challenging to keep my head above water as I think about all of the things that are upcoming that I don't feel prepared for. But I hope that this message finds you today and that you take it in stride because it's different with you. Be strong. Take heart. Your day is coming. But you can't give up. so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you share it with a friend or share it on social and tag me at Courage Queen Pod so I can personally thank you. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Courage Queen Podcast wherever you listen and make sure to leave that five-star review. Did you know we have a fabulous and free community for our listeners where we share all the juicy details for women who are ready to take action towards their dreams? Click the link in the show notes to learn more. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up. And if you ask me, it's time to step into your dreams with faithful peace and confidence.